the dad bod of destiny will begin in a moment The Dad Bot of Destiny podcast is brought to you by the Vacationeer Travel Agency. The Vacationeer is a platinum level authorized Disney vacation planner agency. Have your next Disney or Universal adventure planned by a pro by going to vacationeer.com slash dadbot or calling 833-469-8747 today. Now back to the Dad Bot of Destiny. Here we join Amoebe. <clears throat> we find Amoebe, and what is all that racket? <laughs> this? It's called gum. Where did you get gum from, and why didn't you offer me any? Well, found out while I was going about my drudgery, tidying this place up. Besides, you're telling a story. We can't have you chewing cod whilst trying to weave a tail, can we? Uh, chewing cud. Shut up and give me some gum. No! I only have one piece left, and I'm saving it for later. Fine. Then no story time. Really? You're just going to keep all these listeners waiting over some gum? Wow. You are really something. Here... Oh, goody. Ah, gross. What flavor was that? No! You wasted it! Ah, uh, I should have known your lack of taste would extend to food. My gum! Anyway, as I was saying, we join Amoebe and the newest crew member, Thin Dog, partaking libations in a village tavern called Happy to be In. <laughs> Though merriment is not the focus of their repartee. You know you could speak a bit more plainly because of the... Shh! Listen. Do you think I could convince the barkeep to add a pinch of sugar to my pint? It's too bitter. Focus, thin dog. You said you and your dwarven comrades back there were... Oh, no. They're no comrades of mine. Simply co-workers. Yeah, whatever. But back at the tunnels, did I happen to hear you were in cahoots with the fairy godmother? Ugh, bitter. Oh, but yes, not exactly in cahoots. We were just temporary employees, contractors of sorts. She hired us, well, not so much hired us as forced us to accept the job, to dig her some tunnels so that she may freely distribute pixie dust across Vesteria unopposed. Well, more so to peddle the drugs into the Empress's lands. An underground drug smuggling passage. Precisely. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm no supporter of pixie dust. Never touch the stuff. But I wasn't exactly given a choice. On top of the fairy godmother's strongly worded contract, I was also under immense pressure from Orvenhall and Beryl. And these tunnels? Who has direct oversight of them? Well, we were kept on a pretty loose leash, but... The fairy godmother herself would come to visit to witness our progress firsthand. In fact, I think we were due a visit today, if I'm not mistaken. You're saying there's a chance the fairy godmother is nearby at this very moment? I'd say it's a safe wager. In fact, 
I think she's pretty partial to this inn. This inn? The one we're in now, at this very moment. Though I'm not too worried. She constantly confused the three of us. I think she has a fair bit of face blindness when it comes to us dwarves. I very much doubt she would recognize me. It's not you I'm worried about. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Into the tavern skitters an incredibly short, stout woman, no larger than a step stool. She's draped in an elegant yet sharp dress in a hue of blue so bleak that it's reminiscent of the darkest, loneliest, most dangerous depths of the sea. Translucent moth wings, as radiant and wide as a paladin's shield, sprout from her back. Don't forget the companions accompanying her. I was getting to them, and... No companions are they. Those that follow her into the tavern are only the most foul, fiendish thugs for hire. This side of Hysteria, one wields a halberd. A what now? A spear-axe hybrid thing. Oh, stop interrupting. Oh, a halberd. That's what I said. Now shut up. <coughs> And the other guard carries a saber as fiercely sharp as my clever tongue. <laughs> yeah, okay. Shh! And there's one more. Hovering above the woman's left shoulder hovers a tiny creature, roughly the size of a shoe. Its narrow, oblong wings flap at a frenzied pace, a cadence that matches its anxious yet impatient demeanor. Uh, you done now? I present to you... <gasps> the fairy godmother! What? Oh, wow! You're right! Shh! Get your head down. I told you there's very little chance she recognizes me. She has quite the face blindness for dwarves. To a concerning degree, really. We need to get the others and get out of here. Well, if you insist. Speaking of which... Where are they? Let me remind you again, Rachel. Getting to the bottom of this disconnect is going to take some time. And you, Doug, I'm getting a sense your wife is reaching out with her hand, making an earnest effort to mend this frayed tether. But all I sense from you is that you're withdrawing completely from her. I see no effort from you to reciprocate her attempts to save this marriage. Pardon? Did you say save? I don't think it's gotten so bad as to threaten our marriage. Just a little miscommunication is all. Miscommunication? Doug, you nearly cheated on me with a walrus. A literal walrus. It was a sea lion. Besides, how do you know about that? You can't know about that. Doug, do you presume you can hide this from your wife? I'm sorry, Dr. Bolton. He's selfish. Beyond even your help, I suspect. Selfish? I'm not selfish. I was... I was... You were what? Tell her, Doug. Why did you leave the tavern with that woman? Because it was the side effects. The side effects from the fruit. I wasn't in my right mind. That's not the true reason, is it? It is. I swear. Liar! Rachel. Liar! No, I'm not a liar. Liar! liar. Doug! No! Doug! Liar. Doug, wake up! Wah! 
Whoa. Uh, you are the worst person to share a room with. If you're not snoring, if you're sleep shouting about expense reports, something called Arby's, and now babbling about your wife. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Sprout. This guilt is eating me up. Uh, what? Are you still obsessing over that nature walk with the blue lady? What's the big deal? You survived, didn't you? It wasn't right. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have left with her. It was the side effects, Doug. I don't think you were all there. All there or not. The love for my wife should be able to transcend a drunken stupor, right? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm like a month old. I don't know either. Um, hello? Hey there, big guy. Um, sorry to bother you, but me and Amoebe were just talking and she thought it best if we... Dirk, Rap Twig Boy, we're leaving right now. Leaving? We just got here. A savage crackpot just entered the tavern, one with whom I have an unkind history. We need to get out of here before she realises I'm here. <sighs> Are we having a team meeting? I didn't see anything in my itinerary. Oh, you have an itinerary? We'll have to exchange our planners, share our schedules. Everyone, quiet. Now that we have the whole gang here, we're leaving now. Sheesh. Fine. Uh, you don't mind if I sleep through this awkward escape, right? I really can't do much anyway. Fine, whatever. Everybody, follow me. <sighs> this better be some seriously crazy arch-nemesis for you to be robbing us of our rest. Come on, little guy. Ugh. This place seems awfully empty. You sure we're not mistaken? Shh, here. There's a door leading out the back. Hurry, hurry, now, outside. Is this really necessary, Amoebe? Can't you just hash things out with this person over a beer? Come on, the next town's a half a day's travel. Half a day? I think Doug's right. You can't just run away from your problems, Amoebe. Oh, I think I forgot my knitting needles inside. I'll be right back. You're not going anywhere, Finn Dog. We're leaving now. Did someone say... <laughs> Who are you? Oh, sincerest apologies. Let me start again. <clears throat> Did someone say they were leaving before taking advantage of this incredible offer? A street vendor? At this hour? Time is money. It's no such thing to waste, my dear Sapphire. Especially when such an offer hangs in the balance. Oh, forget this guy. Let's get a move on. Now, hold on a minute. I'm never one to pass up a good deal. What sort of offer are we talking about here? Well... I'm so glad you asked. I knew I paid you for a hustler. I can tell you're going to take me for every copper I got. Well, as an accountant, I'm well-versed in supply and demand, logistics, so I'll know immediately if this deal of yours is sound. No funny business. Well, I would never. I can tell you're all too smart. And I'm a swindler, so I know one when I see one. So, sir... I actually approached you in particular, as my product should interest you greatly. Me? Yes, you. You have a radiant smile. Your eyes are as refractive and vigilant as a midnight owl. You walk with purpose, and your leadership is palpable. Second to none. Ah, <laughs> uh, shucks. But what you don't have is a full head of hair. Oh. Fret not, gentle giant. I have just the cure for your ailment. 
It's not an ailment, just male pattern baldness. I have here this elixir. An elixir so potent, it can turn a newborn naked snapper cat into a woolly dapper aristocrat. It can turn a pet rock into a rock you can pet. It grows hair so fine with serious shine, and that's the bottom line. Does it work on dwarves? Well, I didn't see you there, my stout friend, but, but yes, for you, it's the perfect way to fit in with the rest of your brethren and sistren. Oh, wonderful. Well, how much we talking? Well, usually this elixir goes for five gold in even the busiest market squares. Five gold? Dirk, thin dog, we're leaving. But, 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 for you fine gentlemen, as reluctant as I am to say, hmm, I could forfeit it for four gold. Hmm, let me think on it. You know what? I'm fond of your crew, so let me pitch you something else. Now, I shouldn't be doing this, but I have an even more potent elixir that I was holding for someone in the next town over. It's very hard to come by, so I feel a bit guilty about this, but since I like you guys so much, how about I let you take a gander at it? <gasps> wow! Oh, oh, it looks exactly the same. You know, my buyer in the next town is going to kill me, but I'm afraid of traveling with such a valuable item on my person. Someone so lonely and vulnerable as me is quite dangerous. I'd much prefer to give it to you guys for a deal than risk it being stolen by highwaymen. Wow, really? Let's not show our hand too early, Thin Dog. This hair growth elixir, one that far exceeds the potency of that of which I just showed you but a moment ago, can be yours for seven, mm. nay, six gold. Deal. Oh, you're seriously willing to hand over that much coin to a street vendor? For this? Absolutely. Far cheaper than hair plugs, trust me. Pleasure doing business with you. I quite like your thinning hair, dog. It's a trait that usually accompanies wisdom. Thanks, Cavi. But won't Rachel be surprised when I return home with a full head of hair? This is unbelievable. Can we please go now? Leaving so soon? <gasps> the godmother's dogs. But you'll miss your appointment with the fairy godmother. The fairy godmother? Please, gentlemen. We don't want any trouble. A bit too late for that, I'm afraid. The fairy godmother clocked you lot the moment she stepped into the tavern. She's got quite the interest in you there, elf. Yeah, so if you all wouldn't mind... We mustn't keep the godmother waiting. Well, if you boys insist, step back, everyone. These men need to be taught a lesson in manners. Stop it right there, lady, or or this little tree gets it. Me? what I do? It, it talks? Oh, I just thought it was some kind of houseplant they bought in town. Houseplant? How dare you? My apologies, gentlemen. I won't bring you no harm, just don't hurt the tree. Then come on, the lot of you. You heard him. Inside. Now. With the conduit's life on the line, the crew had no choice but to follow the ruffians inside. They're led past the bar top 
and into the kitchen, where an ornate door stands out of place, along a wall mounted with cast-iron cooking utensils and hooks draped with bloodied chef's aprons. Just how big is this place? And what's with this door? Quite a daring contrast. Truly a courageous sense of decor. Shut it, dwarf. What? In that ominous room? A seat. There aren't any chairs. On the floor, peasants! Whoa! Who said that? Doug the Little Pixie. Over the fair shoulder. Wait. So that tiny lady sitting at that desk is a fairy. A fairy godmother! Oh, sorry. I didn't think you could hear us. <sighs> Quite the uh, uncooperative one. <clears throat> aren't you? Yeah, I'm a bit peeved, I have to admit. Especially when one of your guards threatens my friend for no reason. You would be wise to hold your tongue before the fairy godmother, lest you plan on losing it. No, Valetto. He's free to speak plainly. Doug, careful. Quite the diverse crew you have here. Ah, it's... It's been eons since I've laid eyes on a selkie. <laughs> and the dwarf. Uh, I have plenty in my employ. <laughs> a small tree in a wagon. I must admit does capture my interest. But mm, not so much as that pitiful elf making a feeble attempt to hide behind her friends. Oh, bugger. Welcome, Amibi, heir of Mujez. Hey, long time no see, fairy godmother. How's business? Bet the pixie dust's flowing like a river in spring, what with the withering and all. People need an escape from reality, am I right? The pixie dust, yeah. It's flowing just as well as it could be, thanks to my underground trade routes. But uh, immaterial business discussions are not why you've been brought before me today. I trust you know why you and I have a... Uh, Disagreement. Disagreement, you say? Hmm. I'm not quite certain. Shall we refresh her memory, Godmother? She can uh, reflect on it uh, as long as she likes, Faletto. Oh, that's too kind, Godmother. Because this may take me some time. I really can't remember how I wronged you. How about... For every one of your friends that we run through, I'll give you another 30 seconds to ponder over your mistake. We'll start small with that tree of yours. How'd I get roped into this again? Whoa, you hearing this, boss? It talks. I have ears, Valetto. Oh, yes, of course. Apologies, Godmother. Ranfred, would you do the honors? 
Rainford! Uh, my name's Willard. Uh, unless you met my distinguished partner over there, Fritz. Well, uh, Fritz is short for Fritzford, but my friends call me... It matters not who kill the tree. No! Wait, 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 wait. Ah, yeah, I think I do recall. Yeah, it was a simple misunderstanding, I remember. Yeah, I borrowed a few coins from you. Oh, did I forget to pay that back? Oh, silly me. If you just give me a few days, I can repay you for sure. Amoebe, exactly how much do you owe her? We have a whole bag full of gold. Shh. Ah, there it is. I'm glad we didn't need to involve these bystanders in our little quarrel. Now, it's not so much about the coin itself. It's the principle. I have a reputation to uphold, <laughs> as you're well aware of. <laughs> I can't simply turn a blind eye to someone who... So blatantly disrespected my jurisdiction. I think this is all just a big misunderstanding. As I said, give me a few days and I'll have you the coin. Hmm. Plus interest, that is. You're just insulting uh, my intelligence now. Cough up all your coin or the whole lot of you gets it. We don't have any left. We spent our last gold booking rooms here. Oh, maybe. What are you doing? Renfro, kill them. Again, it's Willard, but uh, right away. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, I have this elixir. Very valuable from what that trustworthy street vendor told me. Very potent, too. Will this be enough to settle the debt? To buy our freedom? Hmm. What does the elixir do? It helps your hair. Ow! Oh, it's an elixir of invisibility. Huh. Invisibility, you say? Uh, yeah. Let me give you a small preview. Give it here, Dirk. Uh, sure. Ramwick, seize that bottle from her at once. It's Will... You know, never mind. Elf, hand it over. If you insist. Hey! Oh. Brother, what's happening? Where's all this hair coming from? What's the meaning of this? Willard, I can't find ya. The hair, it's so thick and voluminous. Wow, it really is. Darn. Oh, that would have done wonders for my beardless chin. Snap out of it. We need to get out of here. Redford and... The other one. Stop them. Now. Forget them. I'm on it, Moe. Look out. He's coming right for us. <laughs> right. That takes care of that. Now can we please leave? A resounding yes from me. Just get me out of here. And with that, the party flees out of the happy to be in at breakneck speed. Breakneck speed? <laughs> The only thing breakneck about Doug's getaway is the very real possibility that he could trip over his own two feet and quite literally break his neck.
We rejoin the crew as they settle a safe distance from town, deep in the forest. <sighs> I think, I think that's far enough. <laughs> well, I told you she wouldn't recognize me, but what did you do to anger the godmother so? <sighs> Wait, where's Doug? Oh, oh my sides. I can't. They're burning. Weird. I don't feel very winded. No. There'll be none of that. No funny business. Oh, thank goodness. You caught up? Yeah. Well, what the heck was that, Amoebe? Me? What did I do? How much did you steal from that fairy mobster? Fairy godmother. And it's not important. What's important is that we made it away unscathed with our purse nary an ounce lighter. Amoebe, how much do you owe her? Just drop it, Dirk. Just drop it? We were almost killed. Doug, calm down. How is everyone so calm? All right, all right. I owed her three gold. Three gold? I know, right? Three gold. Three gold? We have dozens of gold in that bag. Dozens! And thanks to me, we have the same amount as before. You almost got us all killed over three coins? I earned those coins. You mean you stole them? Unbelievable. I can't believe you almost let your friends die over loose change. Friends? Who said we were friends? Huh? Listen, I'm only with you because I was promised money from Queen Aquamarine over here. Now, or maybe, you don't mean that. Let's just take a moment to... I'm sorry, Cavi, but I think she does. Everything she's done so far has been in her own interest. She's no friend. She's a greedy, selfish weasel. Dog, stop! You know what, Dirk? You're right. I usually do do things in my own interest. Which is why I'm ditching this sorry gang of lard-loving losers. Oh, that's not nice. Amoebe! No, let her go. Amoebe... Sorry, Sprout, but we're better off without her. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Dad Bought of Destiny, created by Jason Lettingham. Written by Stephen Chisholm, Sophie Castagna, Aaron Webbs, and Jason Lettingham. This podcast is sponsored by The Vacationeer, Digital Lux 22, CJ's Magical Fireworks, and RocketShirts.net. Get shirt done in days, not weeks. For a full list of cast and crew, go to jasonluddingham.com slash dbodpod. And follow us on Twitter at dbodpod. Thanks for listening.